From the Ohio School Boards Association, I'm Scott Kerfin. This is Leading the Way. As students head back to the classroom, school buses return to the roads. Every day in Ohio, more than 15,000 school buses transport 800,000 children between home and school. It's quite an achievement, and it couldn't be done safely without collaboration between school bus drivers, parents, district leaders, and the community. OSBA transportation consultant Doug Palmer is my guest as we discover how your district can help promote school bus safety throughout the school year. Doug, uh, thanks again for being part of the podcast. Uh, You've told me year in and year out, school buses are the safest way to get to school and back home for students. Matter of fact, I I saw a stat here recently that said uh, 70 times more safer than going by car, right? Yeah, it is. And they're that way because of the way they're constructed, the color that's used, the professional training that the drivers receive, you know, all those little things. It's all those little things that add up to making it a very big, safe vehicle. Uh, The door swings out. The steps are constructed in a way that there are no catch points for items. Uh, Mirrors are placed around the vehicle. They have specific locations to make sure that they can see the blind spots. Uh, Floors and walls provide outstanding barriers, and they're nearly crush-proof. And even the lights have a set size, location, and illumination standard. So everything that goes into that bus makes it a very, very safe vehicle. One of the main reasons I wanted to have you on the podcast is that schools are opening their doors for another year. We have school buses that are now on the road. What communication or actions can districts do to prepare their community for the start of another school year? Well, we always encourage school districts to have a great relationship with their media partners, whether it's a paper, radio, television, uh, social media, Twitter, Facebook, OSBA. I mean, we always want them to be, we want them to have a media friendship basis. And they should be sending out some PSAs, letting them know that the drivers are making dry runs, uh, letting parents know the schedules in a secure way so they can get ready for the bus. Uh, Those things are very, very important. And then also PSAs to talk about bus safety. Uh, They really need to have the in the whole community know how important it is that when a bus is traveling down a street that when it stops kids are going to be out moving towards it or away from it and and i never understood why school buses weren't treated like like balls you know if you see a ball roll into the street we immediately break because we know a kid's going to chase it or and kids are impulsive and you know and Im- unpredictable so why aren't buses treated the same way? Um, I would really like to see that happen, that buses are treated like balls. And whenever a, a school bus is seen, par- people, parents, community members are ready to break to give our kids the safest area around that bus. Not only is it the bus, but is the men and women who are behind the wheel uh, of these buses, and they do receive a lot of training, correct? Oh my goodness, do do they ever receive a lot of training? You know, before they even get their license, even before they get their permit, they spend 12 to 15 hours in a classroom. 15 hours is mandated by the pre-service program, but some districts even have another 12 hours that they add to that. Then they spend anywhere from 12 to 25 hours behind the wheel with an onboard instructor going over all of the very important points of training that that 
the drivers need to have practiced and confident in, in doing day in and day out to haul our kids. On top of that, they have a four-hour minimum in service for learning new rules and regulations or techniques, also learning about new buses and the vehicles, learning their routes. They also they spend a lot of time doing all of that. And then Ohio has drivers do a recertification process where they go back to the classroom for nine hours, and then they go through a trip list, uh, pre-trip, and a uh, driving list of evaluations that the OB, the onboard instructors also do. So there's a lot of training that goes into a drivers to make them safe. When students uh, are preparing to board the bus, either at their house or at a stop near their house or, or at school, what, what is the greatest risk to them safety-wise? Unfortunately, it's become the distracted driving and people not taking in all of the information that they should be taking in as their eyes see it. They're distracted by phones, uh, text messages, uh, things that are shiny and ringing inside their car, like radios and navigation systems. And all of these things take attention away from the kids standing near the bus stop or at the bus stop. Uh, again, that that's the most dangerous place for children to be waiting. But the drivers do their best and they designate a safe place to stand outside of the traffic. Sometimes it's a little bit hard for the normal car operators to see that, but the kids should be standing there waiting for the bus. And that that's, that's the most we can do, but it's very, very effective. And Doug, one of the uh, issues I know that's been discussed uh, here over the last couple of years is passing a stopped school bus, which is against the law in Ohio. Can you talk about that and what we've been seeing around the state? So the law says that you have to stop for a bus loading or unloading students. Uh, it even goes so far as to as say that it's just stop. It doesn't have to have the lights on. It doesn't have to have the stop sign out because all of those things are mechanical and fail. So the state of Ohio has made their law to protect those kids. That's why I say when you see a bus, you should, you should break. You should be ready to stop for it. There, there shouldn't really be an excuse for going past it, but we did a survey a couple of years ago, and there was 1,500 reported illegal passings in one day with wow. only a quarter, only a quarter of our drivers in the state being able to submit their surveys on time to get it in that window. So with only a quarter of the drivers submitting the surveys, there was still 1,500 passings. So I guess this is something uh, districts, too, can can continue to communicate uh, to their communities. You know, it's pretty clear. The bus has got flashing red lights. The stop sign swings out. Drivers need to stop, right? It's that way. It, it, it does it all to, to help warn the drivers, but they should be on alert just to make sure that they're they're stopping. You know, I mean, they, they should already be stopping. They should already be prepared to stop when they see the yellow bus. But when it comes to school bus safety, there is a collaboration between the school and staff and the parents. What can the parents do to help make things more safe? The parents are an important partner in busing. They can help their children be ready to get to the bus stop five minutes before the bus gets there. They can walk their children to the bus stop until they know the best and safest path. They can make sure that their kids are dressed in light color, light colored clothing when it's dark out or when the weather visibility is reduced. Uh, and they can also be there at the bus stop at the end of the day and help the children 
go to their designated place of safety. And so the driver can count them. The driver counts them as they pull up in the morning. And as they leave, the driver counts them in that designated place of safety. If the parents understand that and understand the directions that drivers make to the students, all of those things work together to help those children stay safe and out of traffic. What's the kind of information that uh, districts can put out? You mentioned public service announcements. What are some things uh, you talked about on social media? What are, what are some things that districts can provide? Well, districts can provide a web page uh, and links, and they can provide graphics, and they can provide training to their students. And even their adult, even their nearly adult students, they can provide training. If they use a parking permit, system, maybe a short parking uh, on the parking permit, maybe a short diagram or a diagram of when to stop for a school bus. Uh, we need to reinforce this, not just when school starts, but as we get comfortable into a schedule of getting up and getting going, and, and then we get into a pattern, and then there's a fog delay or a, a weather delay, or uh, you're off schedule and we're in a hurry. All of those things that all of those things need to be reiterated. We need to revisit and, and review those things often. Um, Parent-teacher conferences, uh, again through the media postings, the media. Uh, we can't say enough how important the media is because they're the ones that do reach our parents uh, and our communities. I think that's I think that's the most important thing to realize. Doug, we've talked about school staff. We've talked about parents. What what can a school board member do in this in this whole safety process? Well, you know, I know I've said it about three times or four times about the media, but school boards can have a great relationship with media. And, and as busy as schools are, if they also communicate to the media, they communicate in a school board meeting all of the steps that are being taken by their staff and by the parents, that recognition goes a long way to know that we're all working together to keep the children as safe as they can be to and from the bus. Uh, you know, again, the student warning lights are not traffic control lights. You know, and yellow doesn't mean uh, you have time to get past the bus. The yellow lights indicate the bus is actually stopping. You know, these this statement in a board meeting is, is very, very important. Uh, the flashing red lights doesn't mean it's time to stop. It means the bus has stopped. That light doesn't come on until the door starts to open. So as soon as the door starts to open, you have kids either moving out of the bus or moving towards the bus to load. So there isn't uh, time between the yellow and the red to say, well, I still have time to get past the bus. Uh, it's, it's just not that important. The buses aren't out there to hold you up. So board members that realize that and communicate that to their communities, that, that's what a great partner to have. Well, Doug, I know October, we recognize school bus safety, but obviously uh, we we have some uh, resources and things that I'll include uh, here in the podcast show notes as districts get ready for another school year. Yeah, we can even include some of these talking points that we, we talked about. We also have that graphic, when to stop for a school bus, we can make that available. Doug, uh, thanks again for uh, coming on the podcast and uh, appreciate your time. You're welcome, Scott. Thank you for, for the invitation. OSB 
ABA is proud to offer a professional development program to support administrators who are responsible for student transportation, the Master of Transportation Administration Program. OSBA brings together its depth of resources in labor management, board policy, safety practices, and student transportation rules and regulations to support this training curriculum. The three-year curriculum includes classes in governance, compliance and safety, and operations management. Learn more about this unique professional development opportunity at www.ohioschoolboards.org. Click on the Transportation Services link.